Yo, you thought you wasn't gonna see me? Ass Nap Season is officially in full effect. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 136. All up in your ass. Hit him with that theme music. Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody Hank, all up in your ass, episode number 136. Yes, we are on day number one. The seasons are changing. This is day number one. Uh, Chonies and Murder Champs are out, full effect. The all-black champions. The off-white, nut-stained Chonies. They out, dusted them off. Had to wash them. You know how you leave them over and, and, and they start getting moths and shit over the, over the winter while they're hibernating? The chonies are hibernating during the winter. Uh, uh, you got you to gotta wash them off. You don't want that musty smell. Uh, a lot of y'all rocking chonclas, y'all, y'all, y'all with the chonclas season, not me. I don't fuck with the chonclas. I don't, tr- I, I don't fuck with the sandals of any sort. If you rocking that shit, especially that shit with the little thong in the middle, the little fucking little shit between your toes, if you rocking like that, you ain't rocking with me, homie. I ain't fucking like that. Never have, never will. Uh, since I was a young pup, since I was the the quadruple champs age, I was fucking shitting on motherfucking thong ass sandals and shit. We don't rock that shit. We don't rock slides. Nothing with the toes exposed, homie. We don't be putting the toes out there. We got Muay Thai toes. We ain't putting them shits out in fucking public. You rocking sandals with, with, with socks and Birkenstocks. We ain't, we ain't about that shit. We just put the murder champs on with some ankle socks. Put our little, our, our, our little, our little cheeks up in the, uh, up in the off-white chonies. And, and that's how we rock for the summer. So we, we comfortable. Uh, it, it's red alert right now. We in the 90s already. It, when it comes, it hits you right in the motherfucking face. People in, I'm hearing in, in Colorado, everybody uh, dealing with the hot weather already. Um, actually, I think it came a little bit uh, later this year, but hey, we ready for it. We keep the chonies on deck. We keep them on deck. Always have, always will. Uh, we rocking the Ninja Turtle chonies uh, 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 this year. We can get the, the Shredder, the Master Shredder chonies, the Michelangelo chonies. We got them all, man. We got them all. We ready. Hopefully, you're ready. Um, 
Speaking of getting ready, I got uh, uh, I got the tr- uh, the female triple champ on the way in, in a month, homies. We down to a month. Uh, I, I I thought this shit was over with. I thought the uh, they said the, uh, the it's always darkest before the before the dawn. I thought I was seeing dawn already. You know, we got the triple champ. He, he he's two and a half years old. He's rolling. He's sleeping. He's chilling. I can just leave him alone, and he can just play all goddamn day. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Now we're gonna bring in an uh, 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 infant again. We're starting from square one, homies. We're starting from square one. So whenever you think your life is getting rough, just think about your homie Moody Hank over here with a with an infant again, rolling with the infant. But that's coming on the way. So we're probably gonna do a, a, a middle of the night. Uh, podcast birthday podcast for the for the future future female triple champ is on deck so that's going down a uh, lot, lot of shit going down i wanted to get on here because the old lady's about to start taking her, uh, her maternity leave so who knows you remember last time that happened uh, uh it, it got hectic with the schedule doing the podcast so i had to get on here um i just been getting hit i just been getting kicked left and right in the nuts uh, uh, with my sports teams, I, I gotta address some few th- a few things. Uh, uh, some some breaking news uh, today, um, all over the board, man. I don't even know where to start right now. Um, you know, we're in the middle of the NBA playoffs. Uh, we got fight. We got fights to talk about. We had a dope ass card last week. UFC UFC two sixty three. Uh, crazy ass shit went down. We got a fight card this weekend. We'll get into that. Um, what else do we got? We got a big boxing match. Uh, uh, just when I, I tell you, every time I try to let this motherfucker go, I let him go. I let him be. I just leave him alone. He can go do his own thing. I don't fuck with him. I don't think about him. Every time this motherfucker comes back for more, he's a sucker for love. He's a sucker for punishment. He's a glutton for punishment. Oscar De La Hoya, breaking news today, is fighting Vitor Belfort. In boxing, I don't know what the fuck to think. I was the guy. I thought I was fighting Delahoya, um, so I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the fuck to think about that shit. You got you got uh, Uber Vitor. If you've been, if you ever paid attention to Vitor, this dude's back on the sauce. You remember Uber Vitor? Uh, what is what is Rogan call him? Uh, TRT Vitor. TRT Vitor is in full effect. This dude got the traps. Uh, 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 peeking up over his forehead and shit. I mean, this dude's on on the sauce and then some. So you got Uber Uber Vitor versus a, a fucking Food Network star in lingerie in drag, a drag food Food Network star in Oscar De La Hoya. Um, <laughs> Mr. Fredericks of Hollywood himself is coming out of retirement. He, he's he, he's. Uh, <laughs> He's coming out of retirement to fight Vitor Belfort. I don't even know what to think of this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's he's obviously still on the coke. He, he he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. He he thinks he's... I don't know. I don't know what to expect, actually. Vitor Belfort was started out as boxer. Pure boxing. I mean, that's basically what his, his MO is, is boxing with a little bit of jiu-jitsu. Um, so I remember uh, one of the first things I ever did, the first shit that ever got me into, uh, into MMA was two things. was Boss Rutan's Big Book of Combat. I, I downloaded that shit on LimeWire. It's like hundreds of pages of chokes and, and combinations and, and all sorts of shit. It was dope. Boss Rutan, can't go wrong with that. And then there was this old school, like, 
uh, uh, Vitor Belfort boxing instru- instructional that I, I found and downloaded around the same time. So I used to actually uh, practice all these little combinations of shit, these Vitor Belfort. Uh, I still probably have it on my computer somewhere. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, he's putting the spatulas down, homie. The, the, the uh, uh, Delahoy is putting the spatulas down. He's, put, he's putting the... He's putting the cheese graters away, the rolling pins. He's putting all that shit away. He's coming out of retirement like like fucking Rocky Balboa or some shit. Uh, we hoping for a, a, ben, a Ben Askren type of performance from my homie. Uh, uh, I ain't going to say uh, uh, I'm rooting against the homie, but I'm kind of rooting against the homie. Uh, he's been wilding the fuck out. Maybe, maybe Vitor can uh, knock a little sense into that motherfucker. So uh, there's that. I mean, right now the way it's going... Who knows what the fuck to expect? I mean, you, you look at Oscar De La Hoya, that motherfucker's face is bloated. I mean, that's coke bloat. There's no way that ain't booger sugar bloat. I mean, he's got a, a, a fucking round face and shit. Uh, he should be fighting, you know, Denver sports team's fans right now. He shouldn't be fighting Vitor Belfort. He needs to be up in, in, in the bleachers during the seventh inning stretch in the Rockies game or some shit. He needs to be at a Nuggets halftime show with homegirl on the fucking tricycle, uh, balancing plates and shit, up in the stands, scrapping and shit during halftime show. That's what the fuck, that's what the fuck uh, uh, Oscar De La Hoya needs. He needs, he needs, he needs cans. Uh, he ain't even ready for a Logan, uh, Jake, Johnny, uh, whoever Paul. He ain't, he ain't ready for any Paul. Chris Paul, no Paul. This motherfucker ain't ready for nobody. Uh, he should be on the, uh, the Denver sports fans uh, uh, circuit right now uh, trying to get a fight. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, who the fuck's in his ear. Um, they just put the lines on the table and homie just he signs his name, if you know what I mean. Put the lines on the table and he signs between them. Uh, so uh, we hoping for a vicious... Vicious. I'm not gonna hide it. Hey, call it hate. Call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't give a fuck. We we hoping for a Ben Askren like, uh, Ben Askren like, uh, uh, no sleep number commercial. What's your sleep number? We want to see Nizzy Nate Nathaniel face down. That's what we hoping for. So hopefully Vitor is coming out looking like fucking Godzilla, on all the sauce. That's what we hoping for. And, and you motherfucking, you, you Denver uh, sports fan, let me holler at you motherfuckers. You guys need to stop wilding. Y'all need to hang the gloves. Y'all need to leave the gloves in the middle of the octagon. You need to leave them in the middle of the fucking row, uh, row M seat six. That's where you need to leave those fucking, those little gloves that you guys be out there. You guys be getting your ass kicked every other motherfucking day. And y'all even looking good doing it. Y'all getting smoked out. You're getting, you're giving up 10-8 rounds. Motherfuckers up in the stands getting 10 aided. 50 45. You guys getting 50 45. You getting, you getting 50 40. Getting your motherfucking asses kicked. These motherfuckers come. If you can't fight, the crazy thing about these motherfuckers, this is, it, it ain't just in Denver, but we, we looking, at y'all, uh, looking at y'all right now since you guys want to be uh, all up in the videos, all up in the Sports Center top 10s, not top 10s, getting your motherfucking asses cracked. And your asses ate on national TV on the big screen. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers on the jumbo screen getting touched up. God damn. You know you can't fight. These motherfuckers never been in a, in a fucking argument. A heated debate. Much less uh, fisticuffs. And, and, and their natural setting uh, is to believe that they, they, they can fight. Never been in one, but their, 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 their factory setting is... Uh, they believe that they can scrap. 
Cause, Cause it looks easy on TV or some shit So they automatically assume That they can scrap So they out here uh, 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 taking shots at motherfuckers Getting drilled up And the first one was a Dago fan From Dago Bitch, California You should have known about that it's, Hey homie If somebody approaches you like that With their hands down and, and, and balled up fist It's already on there's no talking, there's no, there's no, uh, there's nothing, there, there's a line this motherfucker can't cross at this point, and if he does, it's on and popping, it's automatic, so that homie in Colorado, the Rockies fan, he got dealt with, uh, with his hands down, thinking shit was sweet, shit ain't sweet, it's actually, actually quite bitter, motherfucker, uh, the Nuggets fan out there fucking lunging, they, 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 they were putting him on blast, saying this motherfucker failed to use, a, a elevated, <laughs> elevated position, the worst elevated position tactics you've ever seen, this motherfucker was like two rows up, you know, swinging down, you know, the, the, the position you want to be, you have higher ground, aiming down, aiming your shots downward, and he got pieced up, he got, he got fucking collar tied, and the homie just left him there, disrespectful style, just slumped over the fucking, <laughs> If you haven't seen these, go look it up. That second one, that Nuggets fan that got slumped over the fucking, over the seats. Homie just left him there while he was while he was threatening the homies. Homies, you know, just left him there and picked him up and asked him if he had enough. Homie, homie picked up his pants and like fucking had his head down. Homie had the walk of shame of a lifetime out that bitch. He just dipped, pants falling off his ass like he he shit his pants, homies. You know he Justine kissed his motherfucking self. He caught a couple heat rocks, shit himself, had to run out of there pulling his pants up, duty leaking out the bottom of his fucking, uh, his little chinos, his little, his little skinny jeans, got dealt up, god damn, homie's pappy just fucking, just fucking disgusted with his son somewhere, you know that, you know that, you didn't teach him like that, listen, if you can't fight, you can't fight, don't be starting fights if you can't fight, if you've never been in a fight, the wrong time to assume that you can fight, is in public on the jumbo screen at a at a fucking at a fucking playoff game, homie. This ain't like we in the middle of the pandemic still, and, there, and there's only 15 people in there. Them shits were like full, at least at least 50% capacity. You getting your ass beat in front of a 50% capacity crowd? God damn, Colorado! I don't know. That thin air got these motherfuckers uh, 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 like they huffing fucking. Whipped cream, doing whippet, uh, doing whippets and shit. These dudes losing their goddamn mind. Stop it. Leave the gloves in the middle of the octagon, you you Colorado sports fans. It's over. I don't want to see you Bronco fans. Don't. I know it's next. We got Colorado fans getting knocked out. We got Nuggets fans out here getting knocked out. I don't want to see any Avalanche fans. And uh, are they even in the playoffs? I, mean, I think they got eliminated. So. You know, the, the Avalanche fans, I bet that, you know, at least hockey fans could probably scrap. So we're going to leave them out of this. But you Denver fans, this is a preemptive don't do it. Don't get done up in mile high, homies. Don't be doing it. Don't let John Elway gas you up. You still ain't shit. Even if you get Aaron Rodgers, you still ain't shit. Don't let this motherfucker gas you up. You start talking that shit to some uh, uh, Chargers fan, you get fucking blicked up, Willie. Don't do it. We're going to have to revisit this. I know we're going to have to revisit this shit. Since we're on the basketball, I can't get a fucking break, homies. I cannot get a break. My sports teams are fucking awful. Every year I have the same conversation with myself. You know, is it, is it time to jump ship? Is it time to jump ship? Especially with the Pelicans. Listen. Fired our coach. 
and then it comes out. The biggest thing that happened to us, the biggest fucking thing. We, we've gotten lucky over the years. We got the draft. Chris, Chris Paul couldn't keep him. We got the draft. AD, we signed him. We actually re-signed him once and then couldn't keep him. And now after just, like, really one year, because Zion didn't play much his, his, his real true uh, rookie of the year, rookie year. He didn't really play, play that much. Uh, so it's basically just one full, one full year this guy's played for us. And, and, and there's reports all over the place today saying that he's not happy or his family's not happy and they want him to go to a different team. They're not putting the right, right pieces in front of him. We just, we just he, he fired our coach, Stan the Man, Van Gundy. Uh, this is his third. This will be uh, Zion's third coach in three years, basically. And we're in shambles. I mean, we finished 31. Every fucking team basically made the playoffs except for two in each conference, and we were one of them. 31 and 41, just a, just a, a sorry ass. I mean, they were as competitive a losing team as you will ever see. They had double-digit leads in almost every single game. They lost uh, 15 double-digit leads. Uh, they lost every close game. They had more close games under four-point uh, losses than anybody. They couldn't close down the stretch. They can't play a fucking lick of defense. And I would have been fine having Stan Van Gundy after a shortened, you know, weird-ass season because you, you got started in December. He came and he had like a month to get a team together to give him at least one year, one full season, see what could happen. So I was on board for that. They get, him, they get rid of him. Okay, whatever. We'll see who they bring in. Jock Vaughn or that other dude at, at New Jersey. Jason Kidd, the, 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 the Lee, Lee something, the... the, the Assistant coach with the Bucks right now, one of those young bucks. Young bucks. I I don't know, but it, it's looking like we're not going to be able to keep Zion. You know, hopefully he doesn't. You know, pull one of these bullshit ass trade me things. But you know, hopefully he at least plays out his first contract. But then after that, what do I got? I got nothing. Then we in the, nothing. What the fuck are we? Then we the we we the the the, the Sacramento Kings or some shit like that. That'll be us. Except they're better than us. But you don't really know. They got De'Aaron Fox, and that's about it. And he's probably going to leave them, so they'll be up Shit's Creek. We're the two wackest fucking, wackest NBA teams there are, man. And no, I ain't going nowhere. I'm still a fan. You know, I, you know, with my luck, I'd dip. I'd go somewhere else, probably be a Suns fan. The Suns would, would turn into dog shit, and then the Pelicans would have some miracle rise, and then yeah, I'd just look like an asshole. But, you know, Zion wants out. It sounds like it, it, it was just a gut punch. I mean, just, just, just. Man, you don't know how happy I was just a couple years ago when we, I had nothing. AD wanted out. I had nothing. We were in the gutter, homies. And some miracle, some way, we won that fucking lottery. And when, we, when they called out the Grizzlies' name instead of ours, meaning that we got the first round pick, we got the number one pick to get Zion, I was fucking as happy as I've ever been as a Pelican slash Hornets fan. And just two years, less than two years later, this dude wants out. It's fucking, Zoe's probably going to go. We just got B.I., but what the fuck we're good is B.I. by himself? I mean, I don't know, man. It's Angels, they're, they're over here sucking ass now. They got back to 500. They got a game over 500 after being like eight or nine games down. So we made a run, and then now we're like four games under 500 again. So that shit's over. Who knows what the, what the D-boys are planning to do to me this year. And I'm not asking you, don't get me wrong, don't get it twitted, homies. I ain't asking you to feel sorry for me. Not at all. This isn't a plea. 
uh, for your pity. This ain't a pity plea, homies. I'm just saying, you know, when you think you got shit bad, just think about your homie Seth Gecko. Just think about your homie Gecko. When your team's getting their ass cheeks clapped, think about your boy Gecko and the clappings, the standing O's I've had to witness. I mean, I'd never win. I don't ever win shit, homies. Perennial L's. Even when it looks like we're we going to be something, we ain't shit. I'm already prepared. There ain't shit you could do to me, you motherfuckers. You're shit talking. You, 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 all that bullshit, all that yipping in there. It doesn't do nothing to me. I'm like the worst person to talk shit to because I, there's nothing you could do to me. I've been through it all. I'm in the fucking the trenches, the motherfucking gutters, been getting pissed on, shit on. I'm in the fucking uh, 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 john getting it turned upside down on him while he's in it. Well, fuck you. What are you going to do to me that's worse than that? Nothing. Just save your fucking breath, homies. I don't want to fucking hear it. I'll be back next year. I'll be yipping. I'll be yapping. I'll be bumping. I'll be gum bumping up a wazoo. I don't give a fuck, homies. What else do we got? Uh, let's get into some fight talk, man. Let's get let, let's get into some fight talk. I... Uh, we going old school cast today. We going old school cast. We ain't we ain't doing no no politics or anything. I gave you guys didn't hear the ivermectin shit last week. Go and listen to that shit. It'll save your motherfucking life. Don't be buying into all this bullshit. That's all I say about that. But we we stay in old school. We gonna get into some fights right now. Last week, if you didn't see this shit, dope ass card. Um, let's pull this shit up. We had UFC 263, Adesanya versus Vittori 2. Uh, you know, the main event was just a, a cheek clapping from, from, from round one on. I mean, it, it was, even when Vittori got his takedowns, you know, he thought maybe he'd be able to hold Adesanya down. Adesanya doesn't have a good ground game. But he was able to pop right back up every time. He, he was reversing Vittori. I don't know what the fuck was going on with Vittori, but this dude got his ass fucking... He got pieced up for five rounds. He, he easily, clearly lost every single round. But at the end of the fight, this dude was like, oh, fuck, they were giving him between rounds. But this dude actually, actually, literally, genuinely thought he won the goddamn fight. You saw, you, you saw uh, Adesanya's like, you know, playing to the camera and shit. But he's like, this guy really thinks he fucking won. This fucking guy really thinks he won. He got pieced up. His leg looked like a fucking, looked like a Civil War soldier, you know, fucking stepped on an IED or some shit. I mean, that shit was like gangrenous. Is that a word? Gangrenous? Gangrene? All up in that motherfucker? You know what I'm talking about. Peg leg ass motherfucker. It looked bad. Um, but it was, it was a solid fight. Solid, you, know, uh, you know, we got Bobby Knuckles going to go for the rematch with him, with Adesanya. That's pretty much the only fight to make it 185. Other than that, man, I don't really know who can challenge him. Um, it's got to be somebody that can take him down. I mean, people can, he's got holes in his stand-up. Adesanya's definitely got holes in his stand-up. He pulls too much, keeps his head straight up in the air, and when he back pivots, he gets hit. You just got to gotta kind of chase him sometimes. But, I mean, he's not invincible. Definitely not. He's definitely got holes, but he's already pretty much beat everybody in that division. So I don't know what's next for him. But uh, Brandon Moreno, what a motherfucker. That was, I, I'll just straight, straight up. That was one of my favorite moments in the UFC. I mean, clear. I mean, easy. It was like it vaulted right up there seeing that dude win that fight. And he clearly listened to the Whiskey Sick podcast. He clearly listened to this shit. He did everything I said he had to do to win the fight. I said he had to go out there and he had to go forward. The first fight, he was he was retreating too much. 
He was backing up way too much. He was he was fighting on that that uh, that warning track. He was just it's just a bad look. You know, uh, he was landing big shots, and he uh, and what gave me hope that he could win. Even though I know I picked Davidson Figueroa, but motherfuckers, but motherfuckers, I bet on Brandon Moreno. I dropped a twenty spot on Brandon Moreno at plus one eighty five, motherfuckers. So I came out. I put my money where my mouth wasn't. So I bet on Moreno, and and the reason being is in that first fight. The only time either fighter was hurt was twice. Both times it was Davison that was hurt. He got head kicked. He got hands put on him. He got rocked. I said, "This dude needs to come out." He uh, uh, Moreno was working that jab in that first round, uh, in that first fight, and then came out in the first round. He was going forward this time and working that jab. And Davison just didn't look like himself. He he looked off. He looked like he didn't even really want to be there. It was probably the weight cut. This was probably it for him. I mean, I can't imagine him trying to make that weight again. Not making excuses for him. He got dominated. He got walked through. And then the second thing I said is he's got to start using his wrestling. He's got to use it early. Even even if, you know, uh, Davison gets up, if he defends, chain wrestle, get this dude back to the ground. Do it early. Do it often. Wear him down. They'll pay off like body shots in the third, fourth, fifth round. He's gonna, he'll gas if he has to fight that kind of fight. If he's constantly having to get back to his feet, constantly having to, to defend takedowns and, and strike, and you're putting the pace on him. <clears throat> and, and Moreno did both of those. He got him down early. Um, and then, you know, uh, I think in the first round or second round, he, uh, he had uh, Figueredo's back the first time. Figueredo was able to, to survive the second time it was over. Broke his will in the third round. Early third round, it was a wrap. Got that rear naked choke, and it, it was over. You know, so Askar, Askar, Askarov, I think uh, he might be next if you haven't seen him fight. He's he's a good all round fighter. Actually, him and Brandon Moreno have already fought. I think they fought to a draw. Um, but Brandon Moreno, this dude, this dude came from the Ultimate Fighter. I remember when he was on the Ultimate Fighter. He was like this gangly, like, like what the fuck is this kid doing here? Like literally, this this dude looked like a kid amongst you know grown ass adults trying to fight him and shit. Like old Nate Diaz videos. Go back in the day when he was like 16 fighting grown men at Gracie uh, Jiu-Jitsu gyms. For real. That's what it reminded me of. And I think he won that shit. I should have fact-checked this shit, but fuck it. I'm pretty sure he won the goddamn Ultimate Fighter. And he was like the very last pick. They seeded him that year and he was like 16th. He was dead last. And then he got into the UFC and he lost two fights and they cut him. And then he won fights outside of the UFC, came back to the UFC, and I, don't, I think he went on a roll, man. And, and here he is. He's a fucking champ. He's a goddamn champ. And he, he whooped that motherfucking ass. He whooped Davidson Figueredo's ass. It wasn't even close. I don't think a third fight is necessary without uh, Figueredo if he does stay at 125. I don't think a, 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 second fight, a third fight is necessary. He got walked through. You got to be competitive to make a, a, a third rubber match. Um, but uh, what else do we have? Leon Edwards, Nate Diaz. What a fucking fight that was. I mean, Leon was doing, he was doing work. He was doing what he was doing. He was just piecing him up too fast for Nate. Nate just was chasing that left hand. Looked terrible at times, really. I, I ain't going to lie to you. He, he looked bad. He couldn't put, put his punches together. Couldn't cover any distance. Was trying some, some weird-ass shit, you know, mooning him. Like, like, like uh, you remember Randy Moss, that, that end zone uh, dance he did where he mooned the Packer fans or some shit in the end zone? That's what Nate Diaz was out here doing. He was out here mooning Leon Edwards or some shit. And, and then, like, t- trying to rush him like it was catching him off guard. I don't know what the fuck that was. But it was because he couldn't close the distance otherwise because his hand speed just isn't there. That's the major malfunction for Nate Diaz is his hand speed ain't there. And he can't put his punches together. 
but he, he was losing all 24 minutes of that fight. And that last minute, he caught him with that Conor McGregor left hand at the very end of that punch. And it wobbled Leon. There was a whole minute left. I was like, he's going to pull it off. And then he started taunting him. And, and he, the time he spent taunting him and pointing at him and laughing at him, he could have been beating his ass. As soon as he got Leon hurt, those were the best strikes of the night for Nate Diaz. He was throwing some fucking bombs. He was throwing some whipping hands, uh, uh, sneaking him around the guard. He had Leon. He was two-step chicken dancing, doing the chicken two-step out there, motherfucker. Before that, he was doing the fucking Macarena, feeling the motherfucking self in there. Then the next thing you know, he's two-step chicken, chicken dance two-stepping in that bitch, holding on barely by a fucking pinky cliffhanger. Sylvester Stallone cliffhanger type shit barely hanging on to consciousness Nate was pouring it on if he had 15, 20, 30 more seconds it's over, Nate Diaz pulls off the miracle at the end listen, he was right at the end when he said, uh, listen, if this was a street fight, I win the fight, he's right because he was never really hurt like that, he got stung a few times, of course he was bleeding, he's bleeding in every fight, he's bleeding after, the, after they touch gloves at the beginning of the fight after the glove touch, Nate Diaz is bleeding even if they don't touch gloves, he's bleeding after the touch uh, after the glove touch. But I mean, even that alone—that's the only dude that could lose, take an L, and still come out with a dub. I mean, it, people are like, "He did it again." You're like, "But he lost." He, but he did it again. So I mean, him him versus Connor is a fight to make for me. I, if he, if they can get him down at 155, if he's ready to do that, especially if Connor loses. Ideally, you would like to make that fight with both of them having dubs, but, I mean, that's a, that's a good fight for both of them, you know, and that's a big fight, you know, the trilogy, you know, back-to-back trilogies for Conor. If Conor wins, even, it still makes a little bit of sense because Nate Diaz is dropping down to, to, to 155, and he just, Leon Edwards, nobody does that to Leon. He hurt him. He had him all but done, all but done. If you said who, had, who was closer to finishing the fight, it was 100% Nate Diaz. Dope fight. Damian Maia got his motherfucking ass kicked. Uh, Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. Y'all saw this. This was he, he fucking. This was this was a grappling masterclass, man. Did, did, I picked Jamal Hill. I was seven and seven for the night, by the way. But eleven of the fights were were decisions, and most of those were split decisions. It was it was coin flips all all night long. I ain't making excuses, motherfucker. I'm just saying. I'm just stating facts. I was ten and two the week before, eight and four the week before that. So get off the motherfucking nuts. But Paul Craig, who saw that coming? It's like Jamal Hill never saw this motherfucker fight. Paul Craig pulled guard twice. And what does Jamal Hill do? He goes, he goes to start passing the guard. He's not realizing Paul Craig is baiting him. He pulls, he pulls guard, and then he lets Jamal Hill pass to, side, uh, uh, to half guard. Jamal Hill stuffs the knee, pass the half guard, and he's thinking, oh, this shit's easy. And immediately, he falls right into the fucking Venus flytrap. That's what, that's what Paul Craig was, was baiting him into doing. You saw him put his shin across his body and attack that fucking shoulder into a shoulder crank, into an arm bar. Somehow Jamal Hill survived the first one, and instead of breaking, disengaging, and making Paul Craig stand up again, he goes back down into, in, into Paul Craig's guard, passes into half guard again, stuffs the knee, goes right back into half guard, bait it right into the same fucking thing. Gets his shoulder crank. Homie then switches over to the opposite arm, arm bar. He swivels his hips from attacking the, the, the uh, Jamal Hill's right arm. Switches over to Jamal Hill's left arm in a full-on arm bar. And then switches it to a triangle choke and breaks homie's arm. 
snaps that shit. Actually, it wasn't broken. It ended up being a, a, a dislocation. It was flopping around. It looked like he was tapping. His, his, mind had, uh, his arm had a mind of, it, of its own, like, uh, like Ash versus the Evil Dead. This motherfucking hand was just doing its own goddamn thing. It was flopping around. Well, fucking ref, I don't know what he was doing. He was over there thinking uh, Jamal Hill's out there, you know, waving to the homies in the front row, hailing a fucking cab. I don't know what the fuck he thought Jamal Hill's, was do- uh, Hill's arm was doing. But if anything, you would think he was tapping. And you'd stop the fight, but he didn't stop the fight. Jamal Hill's arm was flapping at the break as he was getting elbowed in his motherfucking head, and he couldn't do a goddamn thing about it. He couldn't tap no more. Well, I guess he could have tapped with the other arm. But he was, uh, he was going unconscious. He was getting elbowed in the face. There was a lot of things. It was a dark, dark fucking place for Jamal Hill. That's a, a dark fucking place to be. Stuck in a triangle with your arm already broken across your fucking face, flapping around. Getting elbowed in your face on the verge of unconscious. That's a dark fucking spot, man. That's deep depression right there. You finally stop it with Jamal Hill, you know, all kinds of fucked up. That night, you know, you know, in the market for a bidet, he ain't wiping his ass. He's left-handed. That was his left arm that broke. He, he, he ain't wiping. You, you ain't fucking wiping opposite. You ain't, you ain't wiping Southpaw. You ain't wiping Orthodox now. Ain't happening. You 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 on that fucking next day bidet Amazon Prime. You putting that money straight into uh, Jeff Bezos' pocket. Somebody's going over there, skipping a fucking lunch break, skipping a fucking piss break, shitting in a bottle or a bag so they can get Jamal Hill's fucking bidet in four hours or less. That's what the fuck's going on. So it was it was vicious. It it, it was vicious. You haven't seen it, Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. If you missed that shit, go look at that shit. Homie got his arm fucking, it ended up being, I think, an elbow dislocation. But uh, the two homies, those two homies, Paul Craig and Jamal Hill, were, were partying up afterwards. So it was cool to see them motherfuckers uh, chilling. It's just a whole lot different when, you, when you're MMA fighters, man. Drew Dober versus Brad Riddell was dope. Uh, let's get on to the new shit, though. Let's get on the new shit. We got Zombie versus Ige versus Dan Ige. You haven't heard Dan Ige. He's a, he's a, he's a little sleeper motherfucker. Sleeper-ass motherfucker. Trust me when I tell you about that shit. He, he's dope. Coming off of uh, uh, like a 22-second knockout of Gavin Tucker, who's a motherfucker. Uh, he beat Edson Barbosa. Quotations beat. Uh, he, he lost that fight, but he got a, a, a gift decision. Lost to Calvin Cater after that, a five-round main event. Uh, you know, very competitive. Very competitive until about the fourth, fifth-ish round, middle of the fourth, fifth-ish round. And then Cater kind of uh, uh, distanced distance himself a little bit in that fight. But Dan Ige's a, a, a little really, really tight technical defense. Got to wet the whistle, homie. Came in right outside the, uh, came right outside, uh, right from the uh, Thunderdome today to get this shit done. We went six 10-minute rounds on the bags in, in, in fucking 90-degree weather. We ready for De La Hoya. We ready for our, our fucking Food Network star uh, uh, audition. That's what we ready for. But anyways, Ige, Ige's got tight technical uh, uh, boxing. Pretty much a boxer. Mostly a boxer. Who knows what you're going to get from uh, Korean Zombie. He came out. He fought uh, Ortega last, I think, like December, November, somewhere around there. Uh, got his ass thoroughly beat for five rounds. Uh, had no idea who, who the fuck I was looking at. That was like a, uh, 
you know, Rock the Bells hologram version of, he was like a, a Hollywood Boulevard street performer version of himself, the zombie uh, out there against uh, Brian Ortega. I didn't know what the fuck, who the fuck that was that was uh, perpetrating, pretending to be the Korean zombie because he, he just looked terrible. I mean, he, 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 he was inactive, he, low output, no movement, no head movement, no slipping, no ripping like he usually does, no manipulating the pocket, no hand speed, no combinations, no uppercuts, no, it was just nothing. And now he's telegraphing his strikes. He's, t- he's like crow hopping into his punches. You know, he's walking into... He has a bad habit of rocking it, walking into big strikes, particularly spinning attacks. You saw Well, you saw him get knocked out by Yair Rodriguez at literally the last second in their fight. He ran into a spinning back elbow against uh, uh, Ortega in the third round, which pretty much ended the fight after the fight uh, Korean Zombie was talking about. After that elbow, he was like... He kept tapping his head like in the middle of the fight. It was because he was fucking... He was, he was, he was out of it. CTE shit. So I have no idea. I, I, I have more of an idea what to expect from Ige, so I'm rolling with Ige. Uh, decision, if anybody finishes it, man, I don't know, man. If, if, if the Korean zombie's back, if he, you know, he, he, it was just a bad night or something like that, and he comes out and fights like old Korean zombie, then, you know, a couple years ago, this would have been a, 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 a fucking walkthrough for a cupcake for, for uh, the Korean zombie, but... I don't know. I think these are two guys headed in different directions. Dan Ige's already fought. You know, I think he came into the UFC around 2018. He's already fought some of the best people in the division. Fought Cater. Fought Edson Barbosa, who's a motherfucker. Enough to the point that two judges thought he won. Went three rounds with that dude. Uh, Shane Burgos, you saw he couldn't even make it to the third round. He was short-circuiting, buffering, fucking falling down. Uh, co-main event, I don't know what the fuck this is doing as a co-main event. Alexei Olenek, been around for a long time. He's like 59 and like 16. He's got like 14, uh, Ezekiel choke finishes. He's got like 55, uh, submission wins. Some crazy shit. I mean, he's got crazy numbers. He's been around forever, but I have no idea how he even got another fight. But now he's in the co-main event with Sergei Spivak. Uh, Spivak's okay. He's all right. You know, he's going to take, you know, Alinek down if, as long as he doesn't let Alinek break his posture with that fucking Ezekiel choke and get that forearm across his throat. Then he should survive. He should be able to take Alinek down and just dominate him if he wants to stay on the feet. He's, you know, he's not the greatest striker, but he's a better striker than uh, Alexei Alinek. Uh, put Alinek in that fucking Colorado sports fan, uh, uh, circuit because that's where his hands belong. Uh, Marlon Vera versus Davey Wavy Davey Grant. Hey, this is a dope, this is a dope little fight. Marlon Vera's a motherfucker. Davy Grant's a sleeping ass motherfucker. You are gonna sleep on him? Give me Davy Grant. Give me Wavy Davy Grant. I rode him in January to an underdog uh, pick uh, against Jonathan Martinez. He's been knocking motherfuckers out. He's awkward. He's awkward like like wiping southpaw homies. That's how awkward this dude is. Marlon Vera. Uh, he had that win against Sugar Sean O'Malley when he landed that calf kick and homies leg went noodle. After that, he got pieced up pretty much by Jose Aldo. Had all kinds of trouble with Jose Aldo's uh, hand speed. Last round, he got dominated. He got his back taken for like almost the entirety of the third round and, and just failed to do anything. I don't know what to expect from Vera after that performance. So I'm rolling with Wavy Davey. I'm going to say, you know, Marlon Vera, I don't think he's ever been finished in his career. Been around for a while now. I think he was in the Ultimate Fighter Chile or, uh, or Latin America or something like that. I think he won it. Uh, so a couple of Ultimate Fighter dudes on here. Uh, give me, give me, give me Davy Grant decision. Julian Arosa versus Song Wu. Song Wu Choi. This is a this is a little banger. This is a heat rock. Um, 
Orosa's got tons of fucking finishes. I mean, I think he's got 11 KOs and 11 subs. Underrated dude, sneaky motherfucker, grimy motherfucker, hangs around in fights that he doesn't deserve to be in. He's a good underdog pick on this one, for sure. But I'm rolling with Sung Woo Choi. He's tough to take down, higher output, a lot of movement. I think he's gonna. Ha- he's a Muay Thai fighter, uh, traditional Muay Thai background. Um, I just think he's, you know, Julian, you know, he's kind of a slow starter with the striking. I know he's coming off of like a 16-second, you know, flying knee knockout or some shit, one-minute knockout or some shit like that. Uh, against uh, who is that motherfucker? He looks like Al Bundy. Uh, what's that dude's Nate Landwehr? Go check that dude out. He looks like a fucking mini uh, Al Bundy. Uh, Wellington Terman uh, versus Bruno Silva. Wellington Terman. Fuck. Fuck kind of name. Uh, listen, I, I get it. You didn't name yourself. That sounds like a, a fucking suit you can buy at J.C. Penney's or something. Wellington Terman. You fucking. Wear it with a scarf and some boat shoes or some shit. The Wellington Terman. That sounds like some fucking Burlington Coat Factory shit. Uh, Bruno Silva. There's two Bruno Silvas. Actually, there's a ton of Bruno Silvas. There's a, a featherweight or, or bantamweight Bruno Silva who, who's been fighting recently. Knocking motherfuckers out. This is a different dude making his debut after. A, a, it's weird. This dude hasn't fought since 2018, but he won the M1 uh, middleweight title. Bruno Silva, and he hasn't fought since, and that was since 2018, and now he gets a, 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 a I don't even think it's late replacement, but he gets a, 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 the call up, give me Bruno Silva, this dude's a wild motherfucker, he howls at the moon, he's off the leash, shitting on lawns, um, Matt Brown versus Diego Lima, who knows what the fuck to think about that one, uh, Diego Lima looked like diggity dog shit, stepped in in his last performance against uh, Bilal Muhammad, Vicious leg kicks, though. He had Bilal in all sorts of trouble with those leg kicks. Those calf kicks were a motherfucker. And I'm pretty sure that's going to be the difference here. Matt Brown's suspect def- uh, takedown defense his whole career. Diego Lima can take that, get him on the takedown, making an ugly, boring fight. Matt Brown, who knows? I mean, he, he makes shit ugly, throws elbows, fucking willy-nilly. Uh, you know, almost had uh, Miguel Baeza two fights ago. Almost had that young buck fucking out of there in the first round. He got finished in the second round himself, but... You know, he, he still he can still hurt you. He can still hurt you. But, uh, you know, I always love seeing Matt Brown fight. If you remember him on The Ultimate Fighter, he got pissed off and almost knocked fools out for, for fucking with his snooze, putting lemon juice in his motherfucking snooze. Uh, so, uh, you know, he, he's been one of my, my favorite fighters. Uh, so, give me, give me Diego Lima. Give me a decision on this one. All right, let's take a look at the uh, prelims. Uh, I'm not even going to say this dude's name. That, that, that one, uh, you know, sounds like that's some dark territory right there. Nicolay, and you can look up his name, uh, Riano, uh, versus Alexa Kamer. I'm, I'm rolling with Alexa Kamer. Decision, Kanako, Murata versus Verna, uh, Jandy Roba. This is going to be a little banger. This is a crunchy little groove right here. Uh, this should be a grappling, hopefully it's a grappling, uh, you know, uh, fight. I mean, uh, Kanako, Kanako Murata is like a... I think a, like a world champion uh, wrestler, Chinese wrestler, and Vernon Jandy Roba is one of the best MMA, uh, one of the best jiu-jitsu fighters in the game. I mean, she, her, she fought uh, Mackenzie Dern. That was just basically a stand-up fight because they never wanted to really to go to the ground. But give me, give me Jandy Roba. Give me a, a, a arm bar type, uh, maybe a rear naked choke finish. Give me a rear naked choke round three. Chaos from Williams versus Matt Semmelsberger. Somebody's going to sleep. Chaos Will, Will, uh, Williams got mad holes in his striking. Uh, black holes in his striking, massive holes in his striking. 
Uh, but he's got power. He's got the dim mock, homies. He touches you, you go into sleep. Matthew Semmelsberger's coming off a 16-second uh, fucking KO of himself. Uh, himself. So uh, give me Matthew Semmelsberger. I think he's, he's, he's more technical if he can survive the early minutes against uh, Chaos Williams. If he can survive the early minutes with Chaos Williams, he can take him down. He should be able to grind him out. He's just a better overall fighter. Give me Matthew Semmelsberger. Give me uh, TKO round two. Josh Parisian versus Roque Mar- Martinez. Give me decision. Josh Parisian. Joaquin Silva versus Ricky Glenn will go decision. Joaquin Silva, Casey O'Neill versus Lara Procopio. Oh, wee. I'll go with the Young Buck. Give me the Young Buck. I know uh, Procopio is probably the favorite. Give me Casey O'Neill. Um, so there you have it. All the motherfucking picks. Uh, are we on? Yep. Uh, had, to, had to save this shit. Uh, there you have it, homies. Um, had to get on here. Had to get some of this shit uh, off my chest. Um, the only... Sol- the, the only uh, uh, solstice? Is that what you say? The only sol... I don't even know what the fuck... Listen, the only um, happiness I have is that the Bakers are out of it. The Los Angeles Bakers are out of the NBA playoffs. Let's do some old school shit. I got a couple of these uh, weird ass stories. Remember I used to do some stories, random ass stories and shit. Uh, just weird uh, little stories. Motherfuckers been sending me shit. They're always saying... Usually it's Ivanito. Ivanito... Shout out to Ivan. He, he always sending me some weird shit saying talk about the, on the po- podcast. Uh, this one, uh, I don't know if he sent me this one. I think he sent me this one. Maybe he didn't. Maybe this was uh, 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 Rico. Uh, dishonor- dishonorably discharged. This is just a headline right here. This, this motherfucker got dishonorably discharged for discharging dishonorably. Uh, recruit kicked out of the Navy for ejaculating on a friend's pillow. Homie jerked off on somebody's pillow. Let me Google this shit. Let's make sure this shit is real. Let's actually fact check. Uh, Navy recruit masturbate on pillow. Recruit kicked out of the Navy for ejaculating on friend's pillow. It's it's fucking oh this is on Reddit Army boy comes all over <laughs> oh oh these are porn sites <laughs> if you look at Navy boy jerks off who would have thought that you'd get like a uh, red tube uh, uh, this is some brick eight shit right here if y'all know uh, <laughs> if I've ever told this story uh, I had a homie uh, his name uh, was was brick Yates he started he he got into porno. He was he was Dominic Cruz's. Let's get into this shit. He was Dominic Cruz's uh, wrestling partner. He wrestled for the Navy. This dude wrestled for the Navy, and he trained with Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz actually used to corner him at at pancreation tournaments out here because there was no like uh, uh, amateur MMA out here. This dude was really good MMA fighter. I mean, he was fighting up in Washington. He had some fights. He was a great wrestler. You're like this dude's gonna go and 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 take this fighting thing and and run with it. He's got all the skills to do that. This dude went into this pancreation tournament. Just like by himself with Dominic Cruz before Dominic Cruz really blew up. I think this was before, just after the first time he lost to, uh, to Uriah Faber when he got like he was he was still a young buck, and uh, so he's got Dominic Cruz in his corner, and he's just picking people up and throwing them for five like out of nowhere. Everybody else has got their teams with them, you know the the they're warming up, hitting pads. This dude's just chilling off to the side, goes out there and just starts throwing people, suplexing them all over the fucking place, winning and shit. Um, but so he start he goes into porn, and his porn site is called Brick Yates. That's his his porn name. Him and his brother, their their little uh, 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 niche, their niche, if you will, 
yeah, to, to their genre of porn that they produce is, is uniform porn, where they, they, they try to find people and fuck them. Uh, uh, ladies, I should say, not people, ladies. They try to find ladies like, you know, somebody in their Arby's uniform. You know, I, you know, they pick up the subway chick in their subway uniform, the Navy chick. Like th- these dudes are in the were in the Navy, so they're in their like Navy scrubs, like uh, in their fatigue, smashing out Betty's, smashing out other Navy chicks. Probably not even Navy chicks. They're just giving them, you know, uh, 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 Navy fatigues that they got online or some shit like that. But that's that's what this dude used to do. He, that was his thing. His uh, his little uh, his niche, if you will, was 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 fucking. Um, was smashing Betty's in their in their McDonald's uniforms and shit like that. So of course, if you look up uh, Navy dude jerking off, you're gonna get all sorts of Royal Navy porn. Uh, boy comes all over. It's one of the first ones on there. Uh, a recruit kicked out of the Navy for jerking on his friend's pillow. I don't know uh, what kind of uh, he didn't snitch. He forced his group leader to snitch. Whole chain reaction to people being put in an uncomfortable situation. Let's hear what this got to say, man. Let me let's listen with this guy. How, how, how do you? How did they find out? How did they? Did come up in that bitch with a with a with a fucking DNA kit on some CSI shit that came in with the with the black lives? How do you get? Do you get caught like literally red-handed with a shooter in his motherfucking hand, uh, 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 busting ropes, busting pearl necklaces all over a motherfucking pillow? They're doing wank challenges, homies. I don't even know what the fuck I've got into right now. This is on Reddit. Oh, it's a challenge. It's called the Royal Challenge, homies. These dudes are in the Royal Navy, so they're on some, like, UK shit. Start smacking one out. Me and Street are definitely going to be the last two. And then I will finish him off myself if I have to. I don't even... I'm going to win this challenge. Oh, my God. This homie's talking about... Homies. I, my bad. I might even I might even erase this shit. I might, edit, I might edit this out. This might be the first time I edit some shit out of, out of the fucking cast. I don't know what the fuck. I should have I should have prepped this shit. Whoever sent me this shit, man, fuck you. These homies, I'm I'm watching the video. It's the Royal Navy, and they have like a wank off challenge. Who can wank off the most? And then another challenge, and who can who can avoid wanking off? And this dude's talking about he's gonna avoid wanking off, and he, it's gonna come down neck and neck, literally come down neck and neck to him jerking off his homie just so he can win. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. One of these guys busted on somebody's pillow. They took offense. Uh, and they got kicked out of the Navy. You imagine getting into the Navy, going into the Navy, and you got kicked out. You get honorably, dishonorably discharged. And for the rest of your life, you got, they got to ask you on your, on, your, on your fucking resume, why'd you get kicked out of the fucking Navy? And you can't get into it. You got to, you got to plead the one, two, three, four, fifth. You can't tell them you nutted on your homie's fucking pillow. I jerked off on the on the Royal Navy challenge. The fuck? How'd they find him? Did he do it on camera or some shit? This is 11 minutes long. I ain't watching this shit. Let, let, me, let me just fast forward to the end. This dude's in trouble. You would gain favor with the rest of the class. 
And for that reason, um, I only have one option left to me. I am going to discharge you deemed unsuitable during training today with a minimum of 24 months to return. So take yourself away. Damn. And decide mentally that you are prepared to abide by the values and standards. Someday, um, this dude's in being court-martialed. This homie's being... Yo, this dude got court-martialed. He got called up, court-martialed. This got, this got really real, real quick for this motherfucker. Listen, don't... This, this cult shit, man, this, this, this... What, what is it? A hazing shit? This is like hazing shit. If y'all don't know, I'm from, I'm from Poway. They had a, 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 our, our, our rival in high school was called Rancho Bernardo. I actually live in Rancho Bernardo now. I fucking tell y'all where I fucking live. But anyways, uh, in Rancho Bernardo High School had a had a, a scandal like this, a hazing scandal, where they were putting icy hot on, on broomsticks and shoving them up kids' ass on on their on their bat on the baseball teams. This was like around the year that what was that homie's year, uh, homie that uh, won the uh, World Series? He was on this team, I believe. Uh, 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 Phillies. World Series. What was this guy? He won the World Series. He was from Poway High School. I mean, from uh, Rancho Bernardo High School uh, roster. Let's see this shit. I don't know if he was part of this shit or not. What was that dude's name? Uh, Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels. He's from that high school. But they got caught, like, shoving broomsticks and shit up people's asses with Icy Hot on it. Why would you ever let anybody shove something up your motherfucking ass just to be on a team? I would never do that shit. I don't want to be on your team if I got to take something in my motherfucking ass. If I got to jerk off on your motherfucking pillow, I don't want it. The fuck is, who the fuck sent me this shit? I'm going to call around and see what the fuck's going on. I might even erase this. If you hear this, you just it was a battle. Uh, this shit fell off the rails. I, I apologize. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here before it gets worse. I had some more shit I was gonna talk about, but I'm 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 rattled. I'm 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 shook, son. Ain't no such things as half, halfway crooks. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. This is episode number 136. Uh, yeah, you'll see me when you see me, homies. Don't ever think that I'm going nowhere. I'll be back. I will be back. Just know that I will be back. Uh, but until then, homies, this is the Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 136. All up in your fucking ass. We coming close to 150, homies. That's that's the next, that's the next uh, 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 milestone for the cast. So tell your homies to tell their homies. I'll be back, homies. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 136, and I'm out, motherfuckers. <laughs> Running man, running man, try catch me man if you can My life is a running man, they call me the running man Running man, running man, for 5100 grand I'm tired of running man, I'm tired of running man They're coming, they're gaining, I've been running They waiting, chasing, let the face, it's amazing The place ain't souls that they waving Grazing bloodstains on their apron I keep running, I'm racing, wasting time I'm lost in this maze and fading remains They found vacant lie. I wake, oh God, make it stop This place ain't home, strangers not Looking through the window, been choked, no kinfolk alive been laid the rest nine to five, riding the dot, I can fly. No eye to eye, no surprises, levels, and you are not mine. 
I trip and I stumble, hear them mumble behind me smiling They say never, don't give up, no, it's not ever too late But they hate when you don't, cause they kid, they kid, they laugh, you're a joke On their backs, they stay woke, it's their past, you keep close and closer The facts, they speak most, run it, man, run it, man Try catch me, man, if you can, my life is a running man They call me the running man, running man, running man But 50, 100 grand, I'm tired of running, man I'm tired of running, man Running, man, run it, run it, running, man, run it, run it Running, man, run it, run it, running, man, run it Running. I'm close, they don't know yet, oh yes I wake up in cold sweats with no breath I've been chasing dreams I've been chasing dreams Running man, gun in hand Oh heat like the son of Sam Midsummer in Wonderland Been summoned here, thunder and They're coming, they're gaining I stop running, I'm waiting Patient, so defiant, so blatant Undeniable statement Making prints, taping Six shells expelled, no previous prior relationship No plate with ten statement This flip won't stick like the naked sense Throw dick on the merry-go Think I'm fucking around They throw dirt like some scary hoes But say nothing Profound. I turned up like a stereo. Six o'clock news got aerial coverage. Options are very low. Got this bitch on surround. Go out to Nero wing heat. I got no fear, no retreat. No longer hit disbelief. That greed caught the hero's disease. Heisenberg terminal ill. I spit that sermon for chill. No snapbacks, fittings, no cap. That's fascist determined to kill. These doubts they're like demons. They're outside, they're screaming. Their mouths are wide fiending. A thousand miles even. I'm running, running man, running man. Try catch me, man, if you can. My life is a running man. They Call me the running man, running man, running man, but 50, 100 grand. I'm tired of running man, I'm tired of running man. Running man, running, running, running man, running, running, running man, running, running, running man, running, running. I'm close, they don't know yet, oh yes, I wake up in cold sweats with no breath, I've been chasing dreams. I've been chasing dreams, I've been chasing dreams, I've been chasing dreams, I've been chasing dreams.